One Year of the Crimson Moon I open my eyes and can't tell whether it's evening or night. All the fires and candles are out. I hold my breath. My parents are both snoring loudly. I roll out of bed onto the floor as silently as I can. I focus on their snoring and try to think away the sound. There is a gentle rustling of the leaves outside. The animals outside are still sleeping and nothing appears out of the ordinary. If it's really me that's being sought, I should hide. I build a mental image of my house and my mind quickly decide to hide under the table in the eating area. My hide is still my advantage. Suddenly I hear footsteps outside on the paths, a short distance away, a pause, and then they move, another pause, and they move on. This happens a few times until they reach our house. The door slowly opens, my parents still snoring, I freeze. A figure steps inside. Clearly, they are trying to be as silent as possible. As they enter, they know exactly where they are going. No looking around, no guessing. This is someone who knew, or someone that has been instructed by someone we know. They try to tread lightly and slowly step towards my bed. Hunched over, it's clear that they are not naturally adept at this, but they are by no means unskilled either. They get to my bed and for a second they wait. They slowly bend over and try to get a sense of where I am. They get closer and touch the bed. It's clear that they were expecting me to be there. The door still open I can see outside. I make a run for it. I step light, but the bonfire in the middle of the town, while waning, still shows me. Gave away my shadows. They see me and as quickly as possible try to get out. Now I'm outside, hiding in the shadows behind the houses. They're out there looking for me. It's easy to evade them. The light is poor out here and very much being used to being hidden by now. Two houses further away, there's a local smithy. Should be something there to defend me. Try to look from a distance. Still trying to stay in the shadows. A uh, little luck for me from this distance. I see tools... Nothing really stands out. Always conscious about where my stalker is. It's the same part of the town. I close in on the smithy and quickly start searching. I find a pry. Picking it up, I made a slight noise. Enough to quickly seek out the shadows again. The pursuit continues as they get to the smithy as well. I see them very clearly. Cloak, it's hard to make out who or what it really is. They search inside the smithy for signs of me. My adrenaline starts pumping through my veins and I contemplate jumping them. My skin tingles, my legs get tense. I take a big breath and make a run for it. I run, I jump with the pry in hand, put one hand uh, around his neck and the other hold the pry and I scream, Who are you? Why are you trying to seek me out? I hear a grunt and then a whimper. I I'm sorry, please don't hurt me. I was sent by one of the wizards. My screaming woke everybody up and a small crowd gathered at the smithy. The smithy herself comes up, picks up the heaviest hammers, throws it over my shoulder with a commanding voice, claims, What's the purpose of this? My pursuer slowly raises his hands and loudly apologizes. I've been sent by a wizard to verify the prophetic claims made last year. In my arrested state, I can only confirm that the prophecy is verified. Now please let me go and I'll share the good news with the wizard. The smithy livid by this disturbance. Then tell him this is the last time he disturbs our peace and quiet. We've paid our dues and there shall be no further disturbances of our peaceful lives. I unhand him and drop the pry. The adrenaline has worn off, shaking. 
My parents comfort me, their words no more than a blur. I get back to my bed, trying to get back to sleep. I get to sleep and there they are, back at the ruins. This time decidedly different. Spectres stand around in a circle. There's a vibration in the air. They're talking in some way or form. Deep vibrations, like a set of drums being played. It's clear tonight is going to be different. The largest of the spectres again calls me. Woon, what you have heard now, you can apply outside. Can you see how we train you now? I'm puzzled. Feels that all I did was flee. Not, nothing really felt like learning. It just felt like sheer terror. Never imagined this would be what, what they would teach me. I protested. How? How did you teach me? I've been terrorized for almost two years and now you claim uh, you teach me anything? The large specter moves in and lowers his head, presumably, to me. I watch in his cloak and within the blackness there's this blue stringy smoke and shows an outline of a face, only when you watch very closely. We've hunted you to teach you how to evade hunters. We've taught you to listen, to see. We observe it all, even during the day. We are bound to you. Your curse, ours too. For a moment the blue smoke turns yellow, the face serious, and then it relaxes again, back to blue. Puzzled with this new information, it took some time to settle it all in. But there it was, been learning to evade being hunted, to evade the hunters. That's how I survived the attack. I went from anger through fear to acceptance and my face showed it. The spectre turned around and returned to the circle. Your methods are crude, but you have all the means to at least survive. That's what we've shown now. You understand now, you have learned a week alone. One week from now we will return and we will continue. They vanished and I could sleep. That night and the next six nights after that I didn't dream. Never felt so relaxed. That morning felt like a beautiful morning. The morning, the sun seemed brighter, the air sweeter. I felt almost relaxed. Though since the event of last night, there's always been a lingering feeling that something else might happen. That something was about to happen. Corners I couldn't put past seemed uneasy, if only a bit. My eyes suspicious of shadows and large rocks. Yes, I had a good night's sleep. I'd never be, I'd never be able to truly relax anymore. I wondered whether I'd have similar experiences at night and whether I'd be watched over. I never felt so vulnerable in my life. As the morning went on, this new information was a lot to process, still at my duties, my tasks. I still cleaned, still went out to find my parents. I returned home and when I was about to enter the house, the smithy came. Moon, I don't know exactly what happened last night, but one thing is clear. Whatever burden you bear, we won't be there. We can be there. You'll need to find ways to defend yourself. She rummaged around in her shop and pulled something out. After a quick clean, she extended her hands and held it out to me. The blade shone in the sun. Short blade, tapered to a neat point. Proper dagger. Look, you know we don't have all that much and this is all I can spare for you. My gaze froze on the blade. Had I really come to this? I grasped the handle and it held it. The wood comfortable to grip, the weight distributed well, a handy blade. I, I, uh, I'm not sure I, I don't, how could I take this dagger, isn't it for someone else? 
The smithy produced a sign and a grunt. Look, I know I'm at the big hell here, but there should be someone to defend the tribe when it comes to it. Last night, one thing became clear. You're more likely to defend us when we need it than I am, and I didn't hear anything, I didn't see anything. You were the one that defended us, that defended yourself. My grasp tightened, and suddenly the blade seemed very heavy. Th thank you, I'll, I'll take this responsibility to heart, thank you. Pat on the shoulder, and she left. Suddenly the sun seemed dimmed, the air heavy. I hope you enjoyed this narration. For more stories or other information, please visit carliswriting.wordpress.com. That is carl with a K iswriting.wordpress.com. Thank you and have a nice day.